0: Welcome to the Sports Bros Podcast, featuring the almighty Live, the money man, Scotty D, and your host, the head of creative, Eddie Cool. The Sports Bros Podcast, by the fan, for the fan, talking sports just the way you like it. And without any further ado, let's give it up for the Sports Bros. What's going on, world? It is time once again for your favorite sports podcast, none other than the Sports Bros Podcast. Yes, we are back. We are back at it once again, back like bad breath in the morning. Yeah, you definitely don't want to smell bad breath in the morning because sometimes morning breath just ain't worth smelling. But in the words of the Almighty Be Live, I digress. Here it is, one more time, another Tuesday for you, the Sports Bros Podcast. Uh, first of all, before I go any further, uh, to those of you that see the I-90 Sports Podcast on the Sports World Podcast feed, um, yes, it is a podcast. It's a podcast with myself and Dave Rivera from WOBR Radio, and we're just um, I'm chronicling the... The events and athletics over here in Northeast Ohio of all the high school athletics here in Northeast Ohio. We've been trying to cover softball, but the weather just don't want to cooperate. The weather does not want to do right. So don't be confused. It's 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 what you're supposed to see. But um, yeah, thanks for the support and thanks for listening to episode one of the i90 sports podcast. And enough of my incoherent rambling. We're gonna do something different for the top of the order. I'm going to introduce the one, the only, the almighty p
1: What's happening? What's going on in the world today? I, I ask that every single time, 151 times and counting. You know what we, uh, we decided to do this week? We really didn't decide to do anything. Um, high school athletics pulled away the main event, the money man, Scotty D. He will be joining us later. For the choice of the voices and around a round of pepper, but you know what? Um, He's um, officiating a game. I think he's doing a scoreboard thing as the assistant athletic director of um, Tr- um Trinity <laughs> High School. You know, I, I, I'll just be giving people titles and everything. His, un-
0: be- his, his unofficial, official title that he refuses <laughs> to admit. Come on, Scott. We know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I, I thoroughly enjoy. It. I think I'll be able
1: to hold hold it down for him. I know he is a big. Golf enthusiast, I think I, I, I'll shoulder the reins. There, you see me in my red, the cheat code known as Sunday Tiger Woods. But when I tell you, um, Father Time and um, vehicle accidents, um, they sometimes remain undefeated. But we'll get into that a little bit further. But hey, Tiger it was good to see you at the Masters. So we're gonna talk a little bit of a little bit of golf. You know, there's some NBA going on in here, and so we see how it goes. Normally, I would pass off to the other guy, but as I spoke before, I miss you, Scott. Come on back. Come on back. He'll be here in just a moment.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's get this thing started. Here it is, the top of the order.
1: All right. So, Eddie, cool, man. Let's go ahead and jump into this. Let's say, hey, you know we had that big tournament in Augusta. So you know
0: I want to talk about it yep let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead and hop right into it shall we all right so we had the masters at augusta national a tradition unlike any other i hope they i hope i got it right i hope i made scotty proud by saying that and we saw tiger there was a lot going on and scotty Scheffler, numero uno the number one player in the world wins the masters uh and He gets a record $2.7 million payout. Now, be live. I'm going to be 100% honest. Between trying to run two podcasts, working, and sleeping, I saw bits and pieces of the Masters. Can you fill a man like Craig David on everything that you've seen, that you saw, and your takeaways from the Masters?
1: Well, I will be more than glad to as long as my main job doesn't fire, brother, because I, I may or may not have been um, watching it um, on mute while I was working, and you know, <laughs> I, I said what I said because you know what—I <laughs> I took care of the people, um, I took care of the people, I took care of my main job. But I, man, when I tell you, I was watching every bit of the Masters because, like, like you say, it's a tradition unlike any other. It is a bucket list thing for me to be able to go one year. But, man, I just knew. I just knew with Tiger Woods being in the lineup, it was must see. Absolutely must see. And this is one thing I want to make sure. I do not want to take away from all of the great golfers that were in the tournament. It was incredible golf to be watched. If you didn't see it, check the highlights. There was so much to cover. Let's go ahead and start from the very top. Scotty Sheffield, you already said it, my man has got the green jacket, and he was not to be denied. He was the only player, the only player in the um, um, at the tournament that had a um, all of his rounds were under par, everyone else had a had a round over par, like it was a very tough course. But clearly, Scotty Sheffield is the number one player in the world. He shot. 69, 3 under for the first round, 67, 5 under for the second round, 71, 1 under for the third round, and 71 for the fourth round. And don't let that 71 in the fourth round get you fooled. Mm. He four putted the 18th hole. Ooh. So that 71 could have easily been a 69 or a 68 if he'd have made it was a very long putt, but he he could have easily two putted, but Nerves, he knew he had it in the bag, and so I mean the highlight highlights of that Scotty Scheffler, um, hole number three. I saw a chip in shot, unlike any other. But he was well, off, he was well off the green, and well, it, it wasn't too far, but what it was Cameron Smith was on his heels. Scotty Scheffler came into the round. I believe he was either 3-up or 4-up, but after two holes, Cameron Smith had erased that lead, and Cameron Smith was only one behind them at 8-under. Um, Scotty Sheffler was 9-under going into the third hole. They both were off the green for the third shot of a par 4. Scotty Sheffler is up first and made one of the most incredible chip shots I've ever seen. Chipping, hits the flagpole, drops right into the hole. For Birdie. Cameron Smith turns around, chips it, misses long, and two putts for a bogey. That was a two stroke swing, and Scotty Scheffler is back up by three, and Cameron Smith dropped down to um, five under. And you actually saw Cameron Smith unravel. He ended up tied for third at five under, but that was the defining moment where Scheffler said, Hold on, hold on, buddy. You get a little too close. I'm gonna need your backup off. Back up off me, back back, back back, as they like to say on, on the streets, back back, now get off me, now, get off me. So, um man, but Scotty Sheffield, I mean, that right there, just he stayed the course. He, he didn't even have to fight off anybody. Like, he just, he stayed the course. He was already three up on Cameron mm-hmm. Smith, Cameron Smith, kept falling, but you saw even uh, roaring Rory McElroy. Who shot seven under for the fourth round, bogey-free fourth round, which is almost impossible. I don't. I think that was the only bogey-free round in the entire Masters tournament. And man, Rory fired back. He ended up second at seven under, but Scotty um, Scheffler had it in the bag at ten under, and it should have been twelve under. But again, like I said, he four-putted the last hole. He had it. It was already over. But I bring up Roy McIlroy because not only did he score seven under in the last round, he was like, hold on. I, I heard about you at the, three, um, at the hole number three, Scotty. So I got to do something even better at hole number 18. And where he was in the beach, the, the sand, the dirt, he was, um, everybody going surfing, surfing USAs in the beach. <laughs> but, man, 18th hole. Chipped it out of the sand, sand saved, and it like the greens at Augusta or something else. Like, he let's put it this way he chipped it about 30 feet that way. I know you can't see me point really, but over there, pretty much. Because this, this um, the green was sloping, yeah, the, this all the way it was a right to left slope, a uh, stream right to left slope. And you saw the ball roll towards the hole. Roll the warden hole. Are you kidding me? This can't be positive. It can't be happening. He holds out sans save for birdie on the 18th hole. One of the most incredible shots I have ever seen in golf. Almost reminiscent of Tiger Woods a long time ago with the red shirt on on Sunday with the fist pump when it just ah, got that dropped right in. I can't remember what hole it was, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. Look yeah. it up on YouTube. It's on now. And this, but check it out. It gets even better. Because Colin Morikawa, he's paired up with um, Roy McElroy, And he's over here like, oh, um, so this, this is what we're doing out here. We're we showing out. We, 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 we big talk right now. So um, we're we going we go Nike commercial it right now. Anything you can do, I can do better. Because um, uh, Colin Morikawa, he's also in the dirt, in the sand. Uh, right alongside uh, Roy McElroy. And he's like, I got you. You over there with the slope and the slide. And the, you know what? I'm going straight for the hole. He comes out of the sand, chips it into the sand, rolls right then to the hole. He also sand saves for Birdie on the 18th hole. I've, again, never seen anything like it. Roy McElroy is over there. Wow. It was amazing to see. But all oh, none of that is, I mean, that's just great golf in general. Beautiful thing to see. Scotty Sheffield's show 100%. Tiger Woods, man.
0: It was just, first of all, he's not supposed to be golfing. Not at all. He no, is and, not. And he's he, only like what, 13, 13, 14 months removed from a yeah. damn near catastrophic uh, car accident that could have amputated his leg. They were calling yeah. for it. Wow. Yeah, they were, Yeah. He was supposed to lose his leg. Wow
1: multiple surgeries, rehab after rehab. He shoots a a tournament with his son, feel-good moment, but he's he's not going to compete. No, there's no way Tiger Woods is going to compete. Uh Uh-huh. No, no, no. Not only does Tiger Woods come back to play the Masters, he is in competitive form. He not only shoots a 71 first round, which has him in the top 10. Second round, he shot, um, he shot 74, but he made the cut. There's some guys out there that did not make the cut. Some big names that didn't make the cut. The likes of Bryce and DeChambeau. Oh. Brooks Kepka, Xander Schofield. The big names that did not make the
0: cut. Tiger Woods, not supposed to be golfing at all, makes the cut over these guys. And Tiger said, hold on, wait a minute, before you count me out, let me go ahead and sneak on up in here right fast. Move Xander. <laughs> move, move Brooks. Get out the way. You two don't like each other. I'm going to slide up in here.
1: Man, oh man. But you could see, you uh, if anybody that was watching it, you could see that he was laboring. Like, you could see it was an obvious limb. You could see that he... He was a little bit out of breath. I mean, he's straining, he's, he's like I say. for what, let, me, let me put this in perspective. For those that don't understand the game of golf, these guys are walking four miles. This is not us at the golf, um, golf course with a golf cart, with a, um, a cool with ice in the back with a 24-pack and a bottle of Captain Morgan. And no, no, no. This is... <laughs> You, you, I don't. I know right now I can't walk four miles and I can't do it four days in a row and I definitely wouldn't be able to do it with pins and bras all through my leg and everything and for them to still be competitive but you can see that it was laboring on him he ends up shooting um, 71, 74 78, 78 but he made the cut and you know what that means when you make the cut in golf you get paid so he's in the money. So hats off to Tiger Woods. He says he will return. He looks like he's going to do just a majors only thing, which I think what Tiger Woods has done for the sport of golf, he is absolutely entitled to do so, and the golf world will love him for it. He is he is paid every bit of his dues. Do I think he'll catch Jack Nicklaus? I really don't think so. I think that time has passed, just because it. It's a lot of wear and tear on the body, but for uh, we'll see it, the US Open never count Tiger Woods out. But at the end of the day, the green jacket belongs to Scotty Scheffler. And just to throw something out there, Scotty Scheffler has already won four tournaments this year, it's only April, by the way, and has already put over 10 million dollars in the bank account already in this August. We have, and I mean, April and we got way more golf to go so i uh, kids parents may you might want to teach your kids how to golf
0: because there is a lot of money in the golf game yeah e- either one of two things either teach them how to be a left-handed pitcher because you know that's a hot commodity or a golfer all right real quick be like stats And um, according to CBS Golf on Twitter, they said the world's number one golfers to win the Masters. 1991, Ian Woonzum. Woonzum, sorry. uh, 1992, Fred Couples. Tiger Woods did it in 2001 and 2002. Dustin Johnson from your CCU, uh, Coastal Coastal Carolina, Chanticleers, he won in uh, 2020. And Scotty Scheffler, he also won it in 2022. All right. Also, From PGA Tour Communications, as you can see, if you're watching, which you should, subscribe to the YouTube channel and quit playing. Um, Players to win four times in a PGA Tour season, including a major and a world championship, world golf championships event. Um, Tiger Woods in the years of 99, 2000, 01, 02, 05, 2006, 2007, 2008. And Scottie Sheffield, he did it in 21 and 22. Final statistic for you here, one more time, from Golf on CBS. Players who win the Masters at 25 years of age or younger. Tiger Woods, Jordan Spieth, C.V. Ballesteros, Jack Nicklaus, Byron Nelson, Gary Player, Horton Smith, and, of course, Scotty Scheffler. I'll tell you what, Scott, like you said, be live. I was able to watch a few highlights, and from what I read and what I saw, he was a cut above the rest, man. He was definitely a cut above the rest, and we've always kind of, you know, throughout the past year, just kind of watching, okay, well, who's going to be next? Who's going to be next? You know, we would have our Tony Finau watch, all right? And if Tony Finau wasn't going to do nothing, we would see if, you know, Brooks or Bryson was going to do something, right? Because as Mike Greenberg said, there's nothing more golf than a battle between a guy named Brooks and a guy named Bryson. One of the best combats ever. And we also see, what well, you know, Xander Shoffley, see what he's doing in and but you know what? You, you just can't count Scottie Scheffler out, man. You just the chef. Can we have a new <laughs> chef cooking?
1: <laughs> man, well, like I said, it seeing him in the um, past few events has been wonderful, wonderful for golf. Um, let me. I need to pull this up real quick because also there was Harold Varner the third sighting, and he. I mean, I want to see because I knew that he if he got. At least in twelfth place, he would earn um, a right to um, to come back to the Masters um, next year. I need to. I want to go ahead and pull this up because I, I I just like having that in front of me. He ended up. I ah, ended up tied for twenty third. He had um he um his third his third round. He oh man, eight over eighty took him a little bit out of contention, but. I'm I'm rooting for Harold Varner III because I like to see representation. Mm. I said what I said. I I love how I point. love how the golf world has embraced Tiger Woods. Before Tiger Woods, there was Vijay Singh. I just like the representation. Mm. At the end of the day, um, Harold Varner III, he had um, an incredible showing. I believe it was um in Saudi Arabia that earned him the um the chance to play at the Masters. He makes the cut. He's tied for twenty third, and I think he's going to be very competitive. I think he's going to do very well in the PGA Tour. So I'm wishing him very well throughout. Throughout, man, what what a showing! I love the Masters, and it just the Masters tells us it's springtime. Yep, it really does. Okay. Are, other people, other people, other people say it's baseball that does that. It me for me, it's the Masters. Yeah, so. I love it. I absolutely love it. There's something else in year around this time as well. This is also just a very good time for sports in general. Yes, yeah, very good. Because as, as the baseball season is um, beginning, as you have the Masters, I'll throw NASCAR in there for something or whatever. But also, after an 82-game season, the field is set in NBA.
0: We got the playoffs and coming up. The playoffs.
1: The playoffs. Yeah. And let me go ahead and get this out of the way so we could just, because since everybody else wants to talk about it, oh. I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. I've learned something over the course of this year, and I'm going to say it. I, I hope I don't get blackballed because it would be nice to work for him sometime in the future. But I realize after this year, especially when it comes to the NBA, what ESPN stands for. For those that don't know, ESPN is an acronym. It's an acronym. It stands for Entertainment and Sports Programming Network, E, Entertainment, S, Sports, P, Programming and Network. If you've watched ESPN all this year, entertainment came first because they wanted, they knew that everybody was talking about LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers, Anthony Davis in the L.A. Lakers, Russell Westbrook in the L.A. Lakers, Frank Vogel in the L.A. Lakers. Why would you incessantly force the L.A. Lakers down our throat for them to be fifteen under five hundred and with four top seventy-five players of all time? The 75th anniversary team of the NBA supposed to highlight the top 75 players. Four of those players currently reside on the L.A. Lakers. And you can't make a play-in tournament. ESPN, stop going for entertainment and just give us
0: sports. Just spe- give us the sports. Yep, and speaking of that, be live give us sports. Here go the games as follows, all right? Tonight, Tuesday, um, we got Cleveland, uh, the away team. They go to Brooklyn. then the Clippers, they play the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Charlotte Hornets, they play the Atlanta Hawks. And the San Antonio Spurs play the New Orleans Pelicans. B-Live, I don't know about you, man, but I got an interest in this uh, Charlotte and Atlanta game. And I got an interest in that game too. And then Cleveland was looking good, man. And then um, they came back to reality after the All-Star break. They had to deal with injuries between Karis LeVert and uh, Jared Allen. And then Brooklyn, we all we all know the hell Brooklyn got going on. We had to they got James Harden out of there, and Kyrie, you know, now he want to come back full time, and then Kevin Durant. The so I mean, if I was, ooh, Cleveland got a tough draw, man. What say you? I want I want to say this. I the only thing that makes this play
1: in tournament interesting is the fact that the Brooklyn Nets are there, and at the beginning of the season, everybody had Brooklyn favored to win. It all, and the they got to play damn in damn thing. Because the thing, the thing I said last year about the Brooklyn Nets was the cohesiveness, and then this year it was evident once you saw that James Harden was not happy, and I think I think at the end of the day James Harden was just jealous of Kyrie Irving because I think Kyrie Irving is a better ball player, all around ball player. But just the cohesiveness wasn't there. That also leads me to question: Does um, Steve Nash have what it takes to coach such a team like this?
0: Hell no, I'll say um, it. Hell yes. no. I just, it, and I had to cut into it, but like I just don't One like minute. like from a coaching standpoint, you need a basketball coach to coach a basketball team. Now I'm not knocking Steve Nash for what he's done. But it's like he got handed the keys to the Porsche and he don't know what the hell to do with it. So that's why I'm over here like you you got plenty of guys out there that can, you know, that can get a coaching job, but okay, well, you're you're Steve Nash, we're gonna put you here because I'm friend with uh, with Sean Marks and it ain't working out, man. Let
1: me let let me put it this way. Steve Nash for his playing career was driving an automatic. And he was very good with turn signals. He would he would follow all the rules mm-hmm. whenever he's make a left turn, turn signal, right turn, turn signal. And he was very good at driving. But him being a coach for the Brooklyn Nets and all that star power that was there, and all those meshing personalities and balls, um like ball handling, not ball handling, but play different playing styles. Mm-hmm. That is like a six-speed manual transmission. Steve Nash does not know how to drive a stick shift. That, that you got to change quick. You got to change it quick. Yeah. You got to change it right. quick. That's you got to script the exactly. gears. You got to change it fast. That's exactly what happened. And I'm telling you, Vegas is silly. They're not, they're, we've seen Kevin Durant score 55 points and lose. We've seen Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving score a combined 80 points. And lose. It's not. Thank you, basketball, for finally getting it back to where it's supposed to be. It's not about super teams. It's about team ball. Yep. Look at Milwaukee. Milwaukee is not. Pre- they're not saying that. They, yes, technically, they might. You might say they have a big three for marketing sake. No, it's it's um Giannis, Chris Milton, Drew Holiday. I mean, those are not necessarily house- – Giannis, just yes, is a household name, multiple-time MVP, and just all Greek everything. He is the Greek freak for a reason. But, man, that's the teams I like to see. I like to see the teams of, like, Miami, which are Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, and they just playing all around the team ball and smash-mouth basketball. Mm. Them boys would D-up anything and any one. I like to see the likes of what Phoenix is doing. Phoenix doesn't have stars; they have a team. Chris Paul missed games left and right, and they still won. The number I mean, one—they're
0: the number one seed in the Western Conference. All right, and, by, by far, by they far, wasn't even, yeah,
1: wasn't even close. Mm-mm. And you just saw like it is team ball. DeAndre Ayton doing his thing, big man underneath. Don't need no three-pointer shooting guy all the time you go but you got Devin Booker for that they just it's team ball I'm I'm waiting on the day we finally get away from this big three silliness and the thing about this it it's not even Golden State's fault Golden State drafted well yeah and so their are big three which um it, I don't know I don't know if um the Splash Brothers are really the Splash Brothers anymore and them, Injuries. We'll hope Steph Curry. Steph Curry should be returning. So, but we'll we'll see about that. But I don't see. I don't see Brooklyn um, making it out. But you know what? I'm I'm gonna add a little controversy to it real quick. If it were to happen, I would love to see. because <laughs> the because the only way they could meet is in the um, Eastern Conference Finals. I would love to see Brooklyn. <laughs> and Toronto make it to the Easter Conference Finals. You know why? Why is that? Because Kyrie Irving can't play in Canada. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. It's not this, gonna happen. But yeah, <laughs> that would just be that would just be hilarious. Wow. <laughs> all of this, all this stuff that's going on, but yeah, COVID they're um, they, they, they are still very serious about it in Canada. You have to be fully vac- vaccinated to travel to Canada. There's no half-stepping about it, but yeah. that it is what it is. But honestly, I want to just spark up like Charlotte, Charlotte can't stop anybody on defense. They're the number one scoring offensive team, but they can't stop a nosebleed on defense. It's gonna be fun. I'm a Charlotte Hornets fan, but it I don't think either one of these teams has what it takes to do anything um moving I'm uh, moving forward. I mean, Miami, you got Miami, you've got Milwaukee, you've got you've got the likes of um Chicago. Chicago, they got a few injuries they're dealing with. 76ers, they they could do a little bit of damage as well. But, yeah, I really think it's going to be the difference of Miami. I think it's going to be Miami-Milwaukee and
2: mm-hmm.
1: the um, Eastern Conference. Western Conference, I just, it, unless so something fluky happens, I don't see, I would love to see Phoenix and Memphis in the Western Conference final. I just like what Ja Morant is doing. I just like what he, again, there's no big three in Memphis. Ja Morant is just Ja. Morant
0: just dunking, dunking on everybody, busting up, on, busting up everybody. You don't
1: care no, but man. I just, I like, I just like the way they've been playing this year, and I hope it just, it, it culminates to just a wonderful small market NBA semifinals, Western Conference Final, Eastern Conference Final. I, the small markets are just doing beautiful things, mm-hmm. and I love it. I love it. I don't need all. I don't need star power from Brooklyn or L.A. Not even the Clippers. The Clippers have just been reckless because of the fact they haven't had Ka- uh, Kawhi all year. Paul George uh, has been out for the majority of the season. They still make it into the play-in game, where them um, I'm not gonna do it. They, they they don't get mentioned by me no more because that um, they they didn't make who, you guy. know what I'm
0: talking oh you talking about the uh the laARP <laughs> yeah I said it yeah yeah I said it back in September when they were putting this team together yeah I, I... need I need that to
1: go viral I put that that, that was a beautiful piece of photoshop to put that uh, the ARP <laughs> logo <laughs> in the loss that was just beautiful you better <laughs> give me my respect AARP, can, can can your brother get a check or if I use your um artwork incorrectly then then
0: disregard my last statement all right cool <laughs> we, 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 are, we are looking for sponsors i'm just saying if anybody <laughs> wants those a couple dollars let's make some happen let's talk some business let's talk some business but be like man uh look man i'm looking at minnesota man minnesota might be doing some sneaky stuff man because um yeah you got carl anthony towns and then you got the young kid from georgia i forgot what that boy name is but what's his name what's his name not richard not robson but you know what i'm talking about right
1: i know i know who you're talking about i'm just yeah, I, I, I like to just pull up stuff anywhere, but yeah, Carl yeah. Anthony Carl Anthony Towns has emerged mm-hmm. as a superstar. Yeah, he and so I'm so it's one of those things where like, a hey, put some respect on Cat's name. Yep,
0: and so man, you me probably told me,
1: but no, you um got to give a shout out to Anthony Edwards and then Patrick Beverly doing their thing. Yeah,
0: Anthony Edwards, man, that's the guy that uh he's like, hey man. I'm McDonald's during a press conference, and he had like a career-high forty-seven points. Oh yeah, a few oh, yeah. he's that too. dude. Yep. And for Denver, the Denver Nuggets, they might not be getting Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. back for the playoffs, and, uh, oh, and that's gonna that, that's that's, gonna a, hurt that's
1: another talent. That's another talented team yeah. that just injury the injuries hurt them because they could do damage. I mean, uh, from everything I'm seeing, um, the Joker. Is a favorite to win the um, MVP award. I would like to see Giannis win it again because I mean, it, it, it it's a it's a three person race between Embiid. I think um I think Embiid ended up winning. Uh, who ended up winning the scoring title? Embiid. 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 won it.
0: Yep. Embiid won it. Okay. And then but- Joel Hey, remember Be live not too long ago, man. Joel Embiid couldn't stay healthy to save his life. Now look at him. Right. Look at him! Hey, um, Zion Williamson, talk
1: to Joel M B, please, because we we because we 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 almost wrote off M B. We almost wrote him completely off because of he was injury
0: ridden. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think with, I think with Zion, man, Zion got to get around the right people. He got to get up off that table, and he got to get around the right people. I mean, if you in if you in rehab practicing. Doing in between the legs dunks, then guess what? You should be doing this time next year. You, you and your team should be in the doggone playoffs, making something happen because the Pelicans—that's another talented team. But they, but they, they got to figure out something, man. They got to figure out something as well too. Um, I saw a picture on Facebook today, be live about Luca leaving a hospital, and um, I think he strained his calf. If I'm not mistaken, he did something to his leg. He got a lower leg injury. And um, they said he was noticeably, noticeably limping. And, um, you know, he had on the air cast as well, too. Um, Dallas really can't afford that. Right. Dallas, they can't um, afford that.
1: I'm reading here it's, um, it's a left calf strain. Okay. And they're saying that his status is day to day. That's not good. So, so that, that's a 4-5 matchup between um, him and the Mavericks going against...
0: Uh, the Utah Jazz. Yep, yeah, the Utah Jazz. Well, be live man, we talked about a lot between the Masters and basketball. But with that being said, look at my watch. What time is it? It's about that time, man. Guess what time it is. Well, who, what? What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? What's it, is t- it is time, once again, for our favorite portion of the Sports Bowls podcast. And we'll be joined by the money man, Scotty D., and a possible guest as well too. And with that being said, hey old Brighton, hit it. Choices of the voices coming right at you. Yeah. And now our favorite part of the show, the choices of the voices. Once again, thank you to the wonderful and ever-so-loving Miss Button for introducing our favorite portion of the show. You heard the woman, 140-plus episodes. It is the one, the only, Choices of the Voices. And this time, we're joined by, once again, Hunter Simboli, a.k.a. our Jeff Besson, our Tim Kirchhen, our Buster only, our baseball guy, Hunter, who also has a podcast that debuts today because today is Tuesday. Hunter, tell them about the podcast right quick, brother.
3: Yeah, so the Guardians Weekly Show, it actually debuted uh, on Monday, which would be when we're uh, recording at this very moment. But it debuted. It's on the Keon Sports YouTube channel. If you want to know more about Guardians baseball, box scores, injury reports, stat lines, I am your guy, Keon Sports YouTube channel is where you're going to hear that great time i had a great time recording it the other day a bunch of amazing stuff went on over the weekend a bunch of football scores bunch of regular baseball scores but great time great time recording that and hopefully uh you know we have a good season as well all right check him out guardians
0: weekly show and also joining us fresh off of his duties as the assistant athletic director at the trinity high school the money man scotty d put me in coach i'm ready to
2: play today i'm ready boys i'm back in
0: All Right. scotty d is back and he is back and this is the choices of the voices and with that being said scotty d what's the question for this week's choices of the voices
2: well, uh some of our baseball enthusiasts in the past that so we don't ask our baseball questions. So this week I did and you didn't show up. But anyway, here was the question that I, that I asked and the wording of it's important because here's how I said it. If you want to win the World Series this year, you get your first choice of pitcher and first choice of position player, who you got? That's the question. Who you got to win the World Series this year? So, Eddie Cool we only
0: had uh a couple of answers there, but let's let's get into them. Well, technically, we got one because the answer is joining us here. So what I'm not going to do, <laughs> I'm not going to read this answer. So to the lone participant in this week's Choices of the Voices, Clay, here comes the Huffstetler. He says, Fernando Tatis Jr. and Jacob DeGrom. Tatis is fairly reliable in the field, hits home runs, and gets on base. And DeGrom... I think it's pretty self-explanatory. He doesn't give up any runs as long as he's healthy. As long as he comes back healthy this year, so one for Tatis Jr. and the other one for Jacob Degrom. Good call.
2: Those are those are good answers. And um, I, I told Clay I'd give him a shout out because he's kind of a newer listener, and he's a huge golf enthusiast and uh, a former dude day. We used to do a dude day tournament together and, and hang out on Master Sunday. So. I know he was watching the the big tournament this weekend and so Clay. I know uh don't be lazy. Go out play golf work on your game, son. And thank you for the answers. We appreciate the uh that because that's a that's a pretty intelligent answer. Yep. Yeah, you know, I, I I never gave Clay a lot of credit for being very smart, but I'm gonna oh, give wow. him credit kind of for wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. This is a pretty smart answer. So he surprised me. Uh, uh, I, I, outside of golf, I mean, he's he's actually an, an excellent golfer and knows the game. So I, 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 but I didn't think he was that smart otherwise. So here, good, good call, Clay. Thank you for the answer, buddy. I, I appreciate it. Scotty, there's, there's your shout out. Be careful what you wish for.
0: Scotty D with the rusty butcher knife, not once but twice. <laughs> Girl, see,
1: the, see, the purpose of choices of the voices is to encourage
0: our voices to
1: answer the oh. questions. See, this is this is this is why you only have one answer this week. I gave him credit. I said it was good. See, you still don't know how to post on the main page. You just be sharing with your friends, and that's why <laughs> you don't even have that many friends. That's why we only got one answer. Cut it
2: out. <laughs> uh we have another one, and then we invited him to come on and say it live. So Hunter, <laughs> I want to hear what you gotta say about this one, Hunter.
0: Yeah, what you got, Hunter? Who you got?
2: <laughs> Hunter is Eddie Cool's friend. It, they,
0: so we just inherited him. <laughs> Fair enough. He's a, he's a part of the team. He's a part of the Hey, team key on sports. I had to yep. bring him on. I had to. Little brother, I got to bring him on. Hunter, <laughs> Hunter, don't let them bully you, man. What say you, man? Who would you <laughs> choose? One pitcher, one position player, who you got?
3: Well, when I think about winning the World Series, I think of two things. I think of ability and I think of Longevity. So, with that being said, Tatis and DeGrom, for whatever reason, sound like the worst choices. One, they do have the ability. There's no mistaking that, but they have been injury ridden the past couple of years. So, with that being said, I'm going to go. So, you're saying
2: Clay's not that smart uh, after all? No, if
3: if it's based on ability. No, if it's based on ability and they can stay healthy, I think those are two of the. Best choices. I'm absolutely, not absolutely. I'm, I, there's no denying that Jacob Degrom is one of the best starting pitchers in the MLB, and Fernando Tatis is one of those young and bright stars that stars is, that's only going to get better. Um, his fielding's a little questionable, but you know the bet is what does the talking. Um, now, if you want my picks, I'm going to go with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Walker bueller They're both young. They're both going to give me stability for multiple years, or in this case, just the one year where I'm going to try and ride them to the finish line. Uh, you have Walker Buehler, who is incredibly dependable, and you have Vladimir Guerrero, which I know what I'm going to get every day. You're going to get a guy who is a average to starting to be an above-average fielder. He's getting more healthy in terms of you know his size because he's he lost a lot of weight um, an offseason ago, so he's going to continue that, gain a lot more muscle. Therefore, he's going to hit a lot more home runs. And then you have Walker Buehler, who is just – a very underrated pitcher in the Dodgers organization who I think is going to be even better than he was last year.
0: Okay. So right. Good He went the Cy
3: Young last year, correct? Did he win the Cy Young? Um, <sighs> man, I awards are a really hairy thing for me. I never I usually feel like remember he did. them. I you know what? I think I, it was Corbin Burns.
2: Ah, uh, from the Brewers. Yeah. Corbin yeah. Burns. I think I think you're. I think, you're, I think you're right. I think you're right. Okay. Well, he should have.
3: <laughs> I think I
2: think Burns had the best ERA in the league last year, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was the ERA leader, so that would have led to him getting to that getting that award.
3: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like I think Walker Buehler is very like dependable. And I was actually debating between it was actually four players. It was position players, it was either Vlad or Juan Soto, and then for pitchers, it was actually Corbin Burns or Walker Buehler. I was going to go with Shane Bieber, but I didn't want to seem like a homer. So I kind of had to, even though I am a Cleveland fan, I was I was gonna try and pick something different. <laughs> okay.
2: Good. good well, I I I like your picks, and I and I flirted with uh, both of those, those choices myself um, when when considering this, and as well as the others that you mentioned. Burns is a guy who I was thinking of. Um, but I, I'll tell you, because I am not building a team for the long term. And I am saying this year, I'm sticking with Max Scherzer because I still think when healthy, that is a money, money pitcher. And he doesn't really – I know he had a little bit of uh, injury hiccup last year, but he, he hasn't really slowed down too much. He's still giving you eight innings, sometimes complete games that you don't get very often in the modern major league era. And, you, you know, whenever the, the going gets tough – that's a guy that's been through many a battle. You know, he's he's battle tested and he doesn't, you know, he's cool. He's as cool as a cucumber on the mound. So I like him and a World Series champion at one point. And I, I flirted with Vlad and Tatis and even Mike Trout. But I'm going with Juan Soto. And because I of the way I word, I'm thinking to win the World Series. Well, Juan Soto, at When he turned 21 while he was in the World Series on his birthday and hit a home run, he hit five in the World Series. I think he batted 270, 277 Mm -hmm. in the World Series that they won, and they won all those games on the road in the World Series. So, and he's a good young player. He's only what, 23, 24, I think, at this point. Uh, When
3: was that World Series? 2019. Yeah,
2: he Mm -hmm. might be 20, 23. I think he'll probably turn. 20 whatever my i'm not i'm not doing math right now i'm not very (laughs) smart either clay if you're listening i'm not smart either anyway those are my picks a couple of former nationals for our buddy joe joey buckets or current national and uh former national max scherzer Scherzer and soda those are my picks be live who you got
1: all right, let's go ahead and um, get this out of the way real quick
2: because unlike... Do I, um, do I smell a homer pick? You already know what time
1: it is. Do I smell, smell it it's Matt
3: Olson. It's Matt Olson and Max Free.
1: You already know. <laughs> you no, know, because we did it. We're the reigning, defending, <laughs> undisputed World Series champions. And have you seen the ring? Have you seen the ring? Just I'm gonna throw something out there. The World Series ring has 755 diamonds.
0: Seven fifty
1: five. Well, you wonder why it has 755 diamonds. Anybody have a guess why it has? 755? I don't
2: know. That's that's not the most home runs it's ever been hit. It's not the most, but it's definitely um, a significant <laughs> number. Y'all already
1: know what the significant number is. Cameron, Hank, Aaron. They that's a honored, that's
2: a second place award. That's a second place number. I'll, I'll, I'll kill you. It too. is. It's I'll, a second place I will, number. I, will,
1: I, will, I oh my god! I'm gonna get. I'm that's gonna get the stand, that's cool. the
2: number they the rings stand. they should have been putting um, on in all of the. I
1: don't 90s. Think we're, I'm not allowed to say that. I know I'm not allowed to say it on <laughs> Facebook anymore. So if if you could dump button because I almost I yeah I'm going to Facebook jail because of Scotty D and his shenanigans again. So let's try. Let, let's not. Disrespect Cameron and Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh boy. Even has a pearl on the ring, too, from my boy Jack Peterson. Jack Tober. Yeah. Jack. <laughs> I
3: yeah. was going
1: to just throw out my homer picks. Ian Anderson would be my <laughs> picture. I, I, Max Fried has definitely been the more consistent. but Ian Anderson showed out in the World Series. So <laughs> I wanted to throw that out there. And you, you already mentioned about um, injury prone, blah, blah, blah. He got injured during the season. But I would love, I just think Ronald Acuna is just, I mean, 300, 330 and 30. 300 batting average, 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases. The man is a walking
2: run magnet. I'm telling you. that
3: would You be, convinced my- me.
2: I'm changing my pick, B-Live. I'm going with Acuna. Oh, All come right. on. <laughs> <laughs> But I almost went with him and I thought I was going to save him for you. So uh, I, I'm giving you that one. That's, well, that's, I, I, cannot, I cannot argue against Acuna.
1: Technically, think the Braves
3: didn't need Acuna to win the World right, Series. Right, exactly. So, that's what I'm saying, but i But just think,
1: just think if he was still on the team, it wouldn't have been um, 88 wins. It would have been 100 wins. And then we still would have done what we did in the post. But it actually, not even gonna lie to you, it helped. Us by losing Ronald Acuna because we did pick up Jock Pearson, we did pick up um what was it um Austin Rock, Austin Roller. We did pick up uh, we picked Eddie up
0: Rosario, like, um, Eddie Rosario. Um,
1: yeah, Eddie Rosario and uh, what my dude? What my dude uh oh, Jorge Soler. Yeah, we picked him up in the mid season. So those were key pieces to our World Series run. But I just Ronald Acuna is three hundred thirty three. Now again, that was my homework picks. I actually. Has the realistic answer. So those are both,
2: uh, Acuna's is a great answer.
1: Yeah, are, but, yeah I, but that's what we'll say. It's 48. I was throwing it out there. But really, at the end of the day, if we're talking like just pure talent behind the bat, is Vlad Guerrero Jr. Absolutely. I'm picking him. Absolutely mm-hmm. picking him. Ooh, so you
3: changed and, your pick.
1: And no, I didn't change my pick. I have a Homer pick and I have what would be
2: a real pick. You just changed. It real, real is the answer. Real, you said the real. Wow. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> me, can,
1: I, can I finish my segment, Mister? Only had one. Answer, so I have more time today. G-
2: go ahead, Mister. Second place test. in the home run race. Go ahead.
1: You hush your mouth. How dare you? God bless America. You come and firing all cylinders because you missed the first part of the show. That's and because I love share. I love
2: Barry Bonds. That's why. So <laughs> wow.
1: Somebody's in the Hall of Fame somebody use it. All right. <laughs> uh-huh. He might not have had the most home runs. He wouldn't have. Been, been All right. Anyway. He lifted <laughs> weights?
2: Lifting lifted weights?
1: Took creatine? Yeah, Pro- right. Protein power? Anyway, come on. That head got bigger, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but my pitcher. My pitcher is going to be someone that doesn't get much mentioned <laughs> because he did not get the run support. <laughs> but, man, Brandon Woodruff for the Milwaukee Brewers. He was phenomenal last season. He just did not get the run support. And the, I mean just his placement of the ball, I think with run support, he could be one of the nastiest pitchers in the game. He would have a lot more wins. And so my you have my homer pick, which is amazing because guess what? We won it all. And then I got to though I got to give a hey, real talk flag Jr. I would love to see him in the Braves uniform. And Brandon Woodruff, but I, hey, I like I like my Braves roster. It's gonna be a good year, I believe it's gonna be a good year. So, there you go, sir.
2: <laughs> my choice of the voices answered, yes, sir. All
0: right, so that
2: leaves me. I've thought- Eddie, Eddie, cool. I saw what you did there when he said <laughs>
0: big head, you covered your <laughs> I saw I didn't what you know did. Though. I, I just saw you did. It. it just hit me in my chest and I was like, you know what? I'll fix this. <laughs>
3: you thought hey, he was I coming for you, was like, you.
1: I did
0: not even do it. I
1: heard you. I he, heard
2: he, you. Was, he was like,
0: his head got big. I was like, I'll fix that right now. <laughs> Watch all this. For, he when, thought you were he thought
2: you're coming for him, B Last. So oh, up. I
1: heard him. I heard him, bro. We're 151 episodes in, man.
0: I ain't going to do you like that. I ain't going to do you like that. And for the and for the rest of this segment, I'll be Hoodie Eddie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. It's my turn. Huh. I've thought long and hard about this. I was like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of OGs, a lot of vets, and there's a lot of young pitching. But I'm going to have to go with Jacob DeGrom. Up until he got injured last year, he was lights out. He was. When you, when you saw him on the mound, you was like, the hell with everything else. Here's a, here's a dove. Um his issue was run support. He could he barely he, he could barely get any, little if any. So, you know he was on fire, but the bats couldn't do nothing. How about Lindor getting popped in the mouth the other night? Ooh, uh, <laughs> not that. I met Lindor. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. But um, on the mound. I don't
3: like him personally.
0: You don't like, oh boy, <laughs> no, oh, here we go. <laughs> oh boy, here we Left go. Left them
3: behind for greener pastures. Yeah, hey, I'll I, leave him behind right now. Okay, listen, yeah. he can bat 230 in New York. I don't care. We have J Ram, <laughs> he's the better version of Lindor. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, so, yep. Yeah, so I would select uh, Jacob the oh, on the mound, and from a bat standpoint, I was torn between the aforementioned both fellas. Ronald Acuna Jr. and Vladimir Guerrero, because I remember when I first saw him in the home run derby, I was like, "Yeah, you hit that ball just like your damn daddy. You ever been your <laughs> damn daddy? You was your you your daddy. <laughs> you your daddy son, and I mean that in a good way too. So and just like you know, he was a little chunky, a little thick back then, but then somebody got in his ear, hey, lose a little bit of weight, put on some muscles, you hit that ball out the park. All right, so what's he been doing? Knocking him out the park ever since, and um. I, I think him and, um, and Bichette and Biggio and those guys, they can make Toronto somewhat a contender, but Toronto, they just have to be a well-rounded team. So um, I'll pick Vladimir Guerrero Jr., all right? So just because he can hit the ball, he's healthy, because you know, as we all know, the best ability is availability. Yep, so I'm going with Jacob DeGrom and Vlad Guerrero Jr.,
2: Nobody picked any pirates. I'm very disappointed in this segment. Nobody picked Key Brian Hayes or Brian Reynolds. Very, very. Had, you, I I Brian Reynolds is
1: incredibly See, here's the thing. Now, here's the thing. You had the moment to do that. You yeah, you did. I you, did. Did.
2: you did. You did. You You had
1: the moment. You did. You chose not to. That's okay. I'm violent. changing
2: my answer again. Brian <laughs> Reynolds. It is. <laughs> that's Scott's that's again. my Scott's... Homer. My Homer answer as opposed to my real answer.
1: Well, These hey, guys- my homer answer made it and won the World Series. So <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I had a homer pick, because I can't.
2: Because hey, 48. this season ain't over yet, buddy. You ain't watching Buccas in Bucktober this year. They I, I, I look ever-
1: at it this way. Until the end of October, um, beginning of November, my team, they're champions until spoken, until the next team rises up. Or it could be a repeat. I like my squad.
0: I like my roster.
2: Right. I actually do, too.
0: I like the Braves this year. Yep, the Braves look pretty good. So, shout-out to B-Live, Sky to D, Hunter, and what was the other guy's name? Clay. <laughs> there we go. I'm sorry. Clay. Here come the Hustler with their participation in this week's Choices of the Voices. All right. Now, I know we kind of ended the baseball segment abruptly. Scotty D wanted to make World Series picks. So... Are we ready, fellas? Can we make some World Series picks right fast? Are we prepared? Unprepared? Kind of, sort of. Not really. Hmm. Yes, yeah, no, maybe. So Eddie Cooper over here throwing. I can balls think and
3: of. I can think of something real quick. Hey, I'll hey, I'll hey, think of a knee buckler. Hey,
0: hey, hey! Look, I just
1: I just pulled a tip. Wow. I, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey look. you didn't you didn't see my dude get knocked? Who was it that got pitched directly on the kneecap? I saw it. I don't remember who it was, but that looked like it hurt. He was crawling. Somebody he, he he took a pitch to the not you you have the knee you have the fat around the knee and then you got pure knee cap ball met knee cap I I just I'll have to look it up but he said he okay. got a knee buckler <laughs> I'll
2: have? give you I'll I'll give you my World Series picks Okay I, ha- I I have to pick the Dodgers because I really don't have a choice otherwise because their lineup is the most stacked lineup I think I've ever seen in my life. So I kind of am going to have to pick them out of the National League. And I kind of like Toronto in the American League. So that's that's my pick. Dodgers over Blue Jays and World Series. Hunter, what do you got?
3: That was my exact answer. But, you know, I really honestly, if I'm thinking about it, you know, the Dodgers, I think, are obviously shooing in the NL. But in reality, don't sleep on the Braves. I think they're going to have a lot more stuff on their back this year. And I think they're going to prove – even more people wrong personally um and then in the al side i was debating between toronto or tampa just because tampa they always seem to find themselves close um but i i, I hate to have the same answer as you but i'd have to go with toronto that's so that's toronto fine That's too good
2: let, let me ask you what do we think about the white Soxes here? are they are they in the conversation because last year they yeah. looked awfully good and then uh uh, playoffs. I, th- I think they got knocked out in the first round last year. Might even been to Tampa. I can't. I can't quite remember. But they. Um, I-, I just remember being impressed with Chicago last year and being big on them. And they didn't get get too deep into the playoffs. They. They are they. Are they. They, they got to be in the conversation,
3: right? Yeah, I would think so. I, the one thing I'm worried about with them is their bullpen. It's it's okay. getting pretty pretty low. And I think also uh, Lucas Giolito. And another one of their starters went down. Uh, it was on the news today. I so I wasn't sure if it was today or yesterday. They were shut down for at least a week, but they both got injuries. So I don't know how healthy they're going to be, but I know their bullpen needs some help. Whether Whenever the trade deadline does come, I think they're going to look for a really big bullpen piece. Probably something uh, from – I don't know, so it's just gonna it's gonna be a bullpen piece. It has to be. Other oh, their offense is too good. I think their starting rotation when healthy right. is really good. Dylan Cease, that was right. the other guy. But I think they have a strong chance. Absolutely. Okay, be live. Who you got for the World Series? Oh,
2: um, I'm I, I you, me you I already know Scott
1: with the top. <laughs> I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a legitimate reason why I put the Braves back in the World Series is that last year with everything that happened, they made some key pickups in the. um the middle of the season, now, I think with bring with getting um Acuna back, adding Matt Olson, getting my um um Ozuna back in the lineup and everything. We're not gonna talk about off the field. He's he's in the lineup.
3: The orange uniforms.
1: We were just uh, again like Tim gave. Oh, all about that. Talk about, about the A that is on, on his hat. He is on the roster, and that's just how it is. Um, off the field issues, brothers, do better. No. Um, Eddie Rosario um, um, leading off. I think they got better. I think the Braves got better than what they already had online. Yes. Um, without. I would have liked to seen um, Soler still with us, um, and yeah, I mean, Jock Peterson filled his role. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, he, he was he was a flash. I think, again, flashing pan. Nothing against him or anything, but I mean, he's like a career 220 batter. He just he, he just really he poured it on when we needed him the most. So thank you for the pearl, bro. But yeah, I just honestly think what, what we have on the field is better, and what essentially is going to happen is that because of the short um, spring training, um, we won't see exactly what the teams are going to be until May, June, July, because like right now, the, the, right now, the Dodgers are one and two, they lost two to the Rockets. Come on, bro.
3: It's <laughs> they, they,
1: they, 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 they still got to get some of the cobwebs out after the 99, I think it was a 99 day lockout. Mm. Yeah. And um, I'm going my braids, I just think. I think somehow, some way, the youth, the talent that Atlanta will oversee, what the Dodgers have, Dodgers up and down. But I think, hey, we shall see. And now I've got to go with Tampa Bay. I got to go with the Rays. I just think that that they, there's something, something in the water down in Tampa Bay. We're not going to talk about that um, 15 name quarterback down there that actually doesn't want to be there. But um, I'll talk about that later. But the Tampa Bay. Red- <laughs> I think Tampa Bay has what it takes. A lot of people are that put their names in the hat when it comes to the Toronto um, Toronto Blue Jays. Um, I'm actually, you know what? I'm um, Hunter. Maybe you can answer this for me. With yes. Toronto and with Canada, with all of their, um, it, is the majority of is the majority of um, um MLB vaccinated at this point? Are there any names still that would be affected by traveling to Toronto during the season?
3: I think the big guy that I'm thinking of off the top of my head is Aaron Judge. Judge, Uh, Mike Trout is another one. Um, I, I don't know in terms of COVID regulations on what that whole deal is. I know there was something in New York. Where um, they still like you had to be vaccinated to do something of the other, and they couldn't travel something of the other. Some very weird news that I'm not familiar with at all, so I probably shouldn't comment on it. Um, but
1: I just, I just know in Canada you can't go to Canada unless you're fully vaccinated.
3: Yeah, that might be that might be something of what it was. I, I think that's being lifted here soon i know something was lifted in new york with that which is why there was a joke around yeah. there. A judge couldn't even play at home for half of his well, yeah. games. right that, 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 yeah, that, that's lifted get, that did that did get
2: changed as the numbers are are leveling off and i know fauci said there might be another surge coming but i, I we these we're, newer we're, these we're new var- very yeah but, but these newer variants are showing to not be as as lethal as the the first year of the pandemic, I, I I would expect that that that's not going to be a factor later in the year. Yeah, I that, that's just a, that's just a guess on my part too. But I just it seems like we're trending that way. Like Hunter saying, he's expecting that probably will be lifted too. So I,
3: yeah, I, I don't know. That, yeah. and,
2: but um,
1: I noticed I was just thinking of that just in terms of teams traveling to Toronto that could be a factor in the games that they play at home. But um, sure. at the end of the day. I'm picking Toronto to um come out of the um Toronto not, Tampa. Not, no, I'm t- I was at Tampa. Tampa yeah. Toronto. I'm saying Tampa Bay Rays. That's what I was saying. It's got where I, I was at. But that that's my World Series. Atlanta Braves repeat. Man, I am going to post a video of the ring um,
0: kiss the ring. Um, Can't wait. Eddie, who you got? <laughs> 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 All right, so here we go. Um, I would like to see um, <laughs> I would like to see Toronto in the World Series. Some Canadian representation because it's long overdue. Something got to give for the country Canada. Somebody got to win a Stanley Cup or a World Series or something <laughs> because it's long overdue. No, they don't. But they, okay, <laughs> got you. No, no, for no, San, no. I got, for they the don't. They do man. not need to win a Stanley Cup. All right. and, uh, for, and, and if it's not them, I would love to see Tampa Bay because you just can't count Tampa Bay out. Even in that tough East with everybody in there, you cannot count Tampa Bay out none whatsoever. Um, the Braves have gotten better um, with the addition of Kenley Jensen, and you can't forget Matt Olson, who is pay- early in the season, but from the looks of it, that trade and that sign is paying huge dividends early and often. But then over there on the West Coast, you can't forget about the Dodgers and the Dodgers fully loaded. Reloaded. You can't put anything past them. And be live. I can no longer call Clayton Kershaw a bomb because he got a ring. There's a story behind that. We'll say that for another day.
3: <laughs> he got a ring in
0: what? Huh, Clayton Kershaw? Well, yeah, he had a World
1: Series ring. Yeah, I knew he had a. He had a. That doesn't mean he's not a, a, still a bomb. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he well, he well, he got one, but he wasn't the deciding factor of them winning one.
3: He's a bum in the playoffs, I'll say That's that. right.
1: He, that, he's a bum. That's no, I was going to say. Keep that same man as you play, boy.
3: <laughs> he's, a, he's a He's a capital B, U-N. Bum! <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs>
3: B-Live, you remember that
0: we was in California? And we were oh sitting there watching God. World Series? <laughs> Watch this joke right here. Boom. Bum! Look at him. He a he's, he's a bum. bum. I was letting oh. him have it. I was letting him have it. So um, if the bum can get out of his own way, I think I see the Dodgers and the Rays in the World Series.
3: We all mentioned the same four teams. That's pretty, actually... I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's something. <laughs> I'm I'm changing mind to the Yankees and Pirates. Stop it with that, the
2: madness. That, damn
0: Scott, what, the hell, what the hell happened? Scott, your guy signed a big contract and the jams was storm What's going on?
2: Yeah, Key Brian Hayes was the first pirate to get like a big contract in like a hundred years. And I think. I, I think his arm cramped up from signing it because he had, like, forearm spasms and was out in the first inning of the first game of the year. Oh, but no. uh, he, he did he did come back and play in the second game, So
0: Lord, have Scotty It's got to what's on tap next week for Choices on the Voices?
2: All right, um, because we made people think this week they couldn't handle it, I'm going to simplify next week. <laughs> it's going to be either or. It's either or. What are you more excited about coming up? The NBA playoffs or the NHL playoffs? Very simple. Either or. I've got plenty of thoughts on this stuff, actually. And that'll give us something to talk about next week. NBA playoffs are starting this week, I believe. And NHL has got to be, what, like two weeks away, I
0: think? Yep. Yep. Two weeks away. All right. With that being said, it's been another edition of the Choice of the Voices. Check out Hunter's podcast, Guardian's Weekly Show, coming at you on the Key on Sports. YouTube channel, wherever you can find it. It's going to be on there. And that's been another edition of the choices of the voices.
3: Okay, boys, let's bring it home with a round of pepper.
0: Well, you heard the woman say it's time for us to go home and get the hell up out of here. I don't know why I'm laughing, but I'm laughing. With that being said, it's time for another edition of Pepper. You know how we do it. Three topics, rapid fire style, kind of, sort of, not really. Here to engage, enlighten, educate, and entertain at any given week. I'll switch that thing around, but that's either here nor there. And I'll go first, all right? On this day in history back in 1940 the NFL cuts the clipping penalty from 25 yards to 15 yards. Good God. Clipping was 25 <laughs> yards? It was a, yes, yes, back in 1940 wow. if you were caught clipping it was a quarter 25 <laughs> a feet a quarter. yards. Wow. I understand that's a dangerous that's a
1: dangerous move like I this my like my as soon as you said clipping, my right knee just began hurting. With
2: the screaming, ah ah yeah
1: the 25, a 25-yard penalty.
0: Boy. So so wow. think of it. So so think about it. You got the ball at midfield, clipping happens, and then the field is literally flipped. It's literally just, <laughs> it's just you, you just screwed oh. yourself. So uh Yeah, I think the only
1: thing that's possibly worse than a 25 yard clipping is passing interference.
0: That's the only one, yeah, yep. So, back, yep. So, back in this day in history, back in 1940, the NFL said, you know what, that's a whole lot of yards for a clipping penalty instead of 25, let's make it 15. Wow, (laughs) over to you, Scotty D.
2: Okay, so, uh, as I mentioned, I root for the buckers, but also kind of. uh, for the yanks too and as a the yankee side of me i was thrilled this offseason when they traded catcher gary sanchez this is a guy i just didn't like and i don't like and i was glad to see him go he's now with the minnesota twins and friday night he comes up to bat with the runner on in the bottom of the ninth inning down two to one two outs got a chance to be a hero and boom balls in the air bat flip and it's caught at the warning track. <laughs> wow. he, oh, uh, he flipped uh, the bat, and the game was over, and he lost. And that's another reason I don't like you, Gary Sanchez. Be live over to you.
0: Gary Sanchez doing Gary Sanchez stuff. Wow. Uh. Can- <laughs> y'all, y'all, hey,
1: y'all in this bat flipping stuff. Hey, you gotta make sure the police leave. Oh, my God. That's that's hilarious. That,
2: Air's that's, heavy early in the season.
1: Air's heavy. Ooh, buddy. <laughs> All right. Boom. Well, here we go with my first pepper point. And I've already caught Eddie Cool off guard. Probably um, caught our viewers off guard. Because as you've seen, I've had a wardrobe change. And there is a very valid reason for it. No. Because ah, my Clemson and tigers. Yes. I bleed orange. All no. roads lead to dabble. You yeah. know what time it is. They had their annual spring game this past Saturday, where you, um basically you know um all teams do it, where you highlight um the um kids going into um, training camp and get some sense of what the pulse of the team is. And I can tell you what I saw. Our defense is legit. Oh, God, I can't wait for our defense to hit the field. Oh, man, it's, it's going to be a beautiful thing. And I'm going to make an early prediction. DJ Yvonne you're going to get the Kelly Bryant tree. You've got four games. You got, you're going to start four games. By that fourth game, if you ain't got it all the way together, Kate Klubnick is coming for you. And I believe Kate Klubnick will lead us into the future of Clemson Tiger football. All in. All rosy to dabble. Bleed orange, baby. Yes, sir. Clemson Tigers all day. Best is the standard. Any cool. The ball.
2: No wonder they look so damn good. We're going to give DJ Ugelele. Good
1: cool. at <laughs> <laughs> Hitler just because you lost Kenny Smallhands' ticket, don't be don't be mad, don't be mad, because you know it's gonna be short lived. It's gonna come back and rise back up to the top.
0: Be I, be careful. Small hands might be our quarterback. Hey Carolina, go get a lineman. Go get a lineman. Please, don't, damn quarterback. Go no, get a I damn lineman.
1: I kid you not. I had a nightmare last night. Oh God! Where we where he had we a f- he had a fever Kenny dream. <laughs> yeah, I literally, I, I was like, "Please, oh, no, don't." The that American would be Colorado sweet Panthers irony.
0: Kenny, ticket would...
1: oh. for the sixth pick in the first round. Just don't. Oh,
0: no.
2: Just don't. <laughs> Please let that happen. Mm-hmm.
0: That would be sweet oh. irony. Eddie cool? Give me a pepper plate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we went from a Panther to a Tiger to another set of Tigers that made the news, all right? So I don't know if y'all been paying attention, but new Gramlin State uh, women's coach, Chelsea Lucas, said, you know what, out with the old and in with the new. According to reports, she cut the whole damn women's volleyball team. Now, NCAA regulations, I'm reading an article on the ESPN, giving you the verbatim, um, it says, NC regulations... Currently allow up to 12 scholarships for women's varsity volleyball. All right. And then it says the move has drawn criticism from spurns to the athletes and their families, but has been defended by athletic director, uh, Trayvine Scott, who also sought to refute the reports that Lucas had cut the entire team. If she didn't cut the entire team, how in the hell did this slip out to the media? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, she did it. No, she didn't. She, in the words of B-Live, somebody
2: lying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I say? Somebody, somebody lying. So it's, it's a whole lot of missing parts. And they said, if you go to the, uh, the website page to look for the Grambling um, Ladies Volleyball Team, it shows a 404 error message stating that the page you're looking for no longer exists. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> Once again, somebody lying. Okay? <laughs> it didn't happen. It did happen. If you go to the page that says 404, something mm-hmm. happened. So, I don't know what's going on down there. But, Grambling, you got to get it together. You got to put a team on the floor. I'm pretty sure Coach Lucas. Yes, Chelsea. What's her name? Yes, um, Chelsea Lucas probably got some people she want to bring in. But this – is not a good look, like I say, it's there's nothing wrong with out with the old and in with the new, but like this, so sloppy, so sloppy. Do better over to you, Scotty D.
2: All right, so this past Saturday night, the UFC had a uh fight of the year contender emerge. Uh, so right lately in the UFC, there seems to be a little bit of a surge. From the Russian fighters They are an uprising if you will And one of these guys is Islam Makachev Who is fighting in the welterweight division And he came into uh, the UFC Saturday night take, uh, Ranked 11th taking on Gilbert Burns Who was ranked number 2 Gilbert Burns fought Kamaru Usman for the title uh, last, last summer I believe it was And came up short But this is guys a no joke And Makachev was a heavy favorite In this fight He was easily the money the where, where all the money went well he ran into one against Gilbert Burns boy and he did come away with a decision a 29-28 decision i think was on all the cards i'm not so certain about that third round but man these boys went at it big time on saturday night man it was a it was it was one of these ones where i when i when when they got into the into the cage i thought Makachev was going to wear this guy out as good as burns is but man much credit to Gilbert Burns for an incredible fight. Love to see that one again. And in the main event, um, Alexander Volkanovsky defended a featherweight title against the Korean zombie, and this thing was never close. He just beat him down to the point that when they started the fourth round, Herb Dean had a doctor come in, and they said, do you want to keep fighting the zombie? said, yeah. And then when they got face-to-face, Volkanovsky said, are you sure? And uh, he said, Yeah. And Volkanovsky, to his credit, he admitted after the fight, I didn't even really want to hit him that much. He, I had to hit him when I wanted to. But veteran referee Herb Dean stepped in and put a merciful stop to this thing. And Volkanovsky seems to be on a whole other level right now. He might be fighting Max Holloway for the third time. He's already beaten him twice. He's starting to get into having to recycle opponents. But he's... Uh, really looking good right now but the burns makacha fights my early candidate for fight of the year ufc put on a great show this past saturday night and has a lot more in the making upcoming uh be live over to you
1: yes sir so um this moment on my second pepper point is brought to you by marvel studios dr strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Did we do this, the multiverse-
0: last, we do this last week? But go we, ahead. Yeah, we did.
1: Yes, we did. I'm trying to get that Disney money, son. But this, in an alternate universe, not too far, far away, the Miami Dolphins would have a new part owner. They would be coached by Sean Payton. And the new part owner would also be the um,
3: here we would go would be the starting
1: quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, and would not be Tua Tagovailoa. He would not be the um, part owner slash starting quarterback in an alternate universe because there was rumors, amiss that one and Eddie, cool. If you could um, um, go over the names for me, um, you do a very good job of that.
0: You know what I'm talking about. Thomas, Edward, Patrick, Carmichael, Francois, Mohammed, Troy, Leroy, Vincent, <laughs> Brady, the fourth. The Mo- oh, but go God, ahead, I go wish ahead. he would have stayed retired. <laughs> I wish he would have stayed retired.
1: There was rumors of this that Tom Brady was actually one- headed to Miami in a trade deal. And if the, the rumors were quickly like, no, that's not happening. He, he's returning to the Buccaneers. that are not so fast. Multiple, report, multiple reports are now showing that it was actually in the talks. All of the timeline actually fits. Tom Payton retired from the Saints. Tom Brady retired from the Buccaneers. All things are going good and well according. They're going according to plan. And then Brian Flores said, you know what? Y'all fired me for some BS. I'm not having a lawsuit. And that lawsuit threw a monkey wrench in all of the plans. And so therefore, as opposed of a, um, of a trade, Tom Brady came back out of retirement return to the Buccaneers, and subsequently Bruce Arians (laughs) retires after Tom Brady comes back because none of that was supposed to be the plan. Mm. None of that. Everybody was involved. You could tell everybody was involved. And poor Tua Tagovailoa or poor Brian Flores. Brian Flores, because this was tampering. They were already talking about this, and this was tampering across the board, and Brian Flores said, I'm not doing it. I'm not having any of this. I'm not, t- I'm not tanking games. I am not negotiating with Tom Brady on the sly. I'm not doing it. And that all of this is starting to make more sense. And the Miami Dolphins, at some point in time, they are going to have to pay. And God forbid if the NFL has something to do with it as well. Because, buddy, there's way more to this story to come. Eddie cool the
0: ball. I'm going to have to pay that some attention. Right, this is... This, it's this, a hot mess. Ooh, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a lot of moving parts. and Some of that does make sense, just as you stated. All right, fellas. So, as we know, Wrestlemania was last weekend, and it involved a McMahon. Matter of fact, a 76-year-old Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Ah, oh, vascular. Versus um former NFL punter, Pat McAfee. You know how that turned out. Well... There's another McMahon in the news, is the son of Shane McMahon. His son's name is Declan McMahon. Declan McMahon, the son of Shane McMahon. He says, you know what? I'm going to take my talents from the prep school I was playing in New York, and I'm going to the Big Ten. And he will, and he will be playing for the Indiana University, the Hoosiers, if you will. Yes, he is a football player. Yep. So. He announced his, atten- his atten- um, he announced his commitment as preferred to the walk on as a walk on he's going to get a walk on now scholarship is going to be a walk on and earn his way home to the team um, according to ESPN he plays primarily running back but can also play quarterback and he also played football in New York at Poly Prep Country Day School in Brooklyn New York all right so McMahon also said he visited Duke and Rutgers. As well as receiving offers from Fordham and East Carolina. Yep. So uh wow. yeah. So Old we got a man was Yeah. So we got a McMahon, the, the genetic jackhammer. I guess the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And I think I, I think I seen something on a um on a wrestling video. It was like, hey, Declan, if you ever thought about going into the wrestling business, well, you ever be like your dad? And he's like, well, if I got to fall off some cages, I think I might do that. So no to that. Don't do that! <laughs> don't do that! Play, play, like, play. We we did not see Shane McMahon
1: at WrestleMania. Thank God.
0: Yeah, just this, this, just <laughs> De- De- Declan, 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 Declan. Don't do that. Play football. Play football. Don't 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 do that. Don't do that. Do that. Oh, you d Here
2: come the money. <laughs> All right. So Monday, I was Monday evening as I was driving home to meet you guys to do our podcast. I was, I, I happen to have the four letter networks radio broadcast on. Uh, Sarah Spain was doing a, was doing a, her, her radio show and Spain and fits, I think is her show. And, and I like, I like Sarah Spain. You know, I've seen her on around the horn and various other things on ESPN. Evidently Monday night was the WNBA draft. And Sarah Spain was sharing that. She was actually surprised that so and so got picked at such and such a spot. She said, "I don't believe, <laughs> I don't believe that that's where many of us had um, the, in in most of the mock drafts." Sarah Spain, look at me in my face when I tell you. Oh, there, <laughs> there's no mock drafts for the WNBA, babe. There's about seventy-five a day on the four-letter network for the NFL, but there's no. There's no mock draft for the WNBA. <laughs> I almost wrecked. You guys are lucky to have me. So that, that's, that really, is... that's really all I got to say. I just... <laughs> it's, 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 nobody, nobody's doing mock doing There will mock-ups. be a day at a
1: time that there will be equal analysis for the no. WNBA and the NBA.
2: We're that's never going to happen.
1: Equality amongst all. It's we're never going to happen. Be, we, we're going to try. We're going to try very
2: hard. Zero percent chance that ever happens.
1: Um,
2: so we're going to try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh sorry. my goodness. God, I'm, we're I'm sorry, ladies. I'm sorry. Oh, I was being, I was being so mean bad. there. I'm sorry. Be live over I love the WNBA. I'm a huge fan.
1: Okay. You're just taking it too far at this point. Lord Jesus, we my, all know. Hey, my my girl, my girl, my
0: girlfriend, South Carolina got picked, so I'm cool with that. Oh man, going it's, to the fever. We're we're big supporters. We're big supporters.
1: It's one of those things. As as um as Scotty D alludes to, some things are just seasonal. We're just not equipped to watch basketball in the summertime. Uh uh-uh. It's just it's just written, and, and we try to. We, it, it's like, football spring, kinda, yeah. kinda like football the spring, kind of kind of like. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna try. I, I, I'm giving you. I'm giving you. I'm giving you that. I right. am going to no. watch. I'm going to try my best to watch, but I'm not equipped. I tried. I'm. I'm going to try.
2: I watch uh, to watch USFL. Yes, I'm going to try. No, you're not. I am. You tried to the XFL and they went out of business. I'm
1: going to try. I'm going to try. I want to cover. You want to cover. But, <laughs> but this story needs to be covered. Because you've gotta, you gotta love this story right here. You've Just gotta love it. This story is about a former NBA basketball player that goes by the name of Luol Ding. I know that name. you. Mm-hmm. I mean, he um, did have a professional career of 50, um, fifteen seasons. Wow. Um, from two thousand four to two thousand nineteen. 2004 to 2014 with the Chicago Bulls. And then he went to the Cavaliers and then with the Heat. And then he played for the Los Angeles Lakers. Then he finished off his career. His last season was with the Minnesota Timberwolves in 2019. Why would I ri- bring up Luol Deng if his last game was in 2019?
0: Well, why would you be live? Why would I do that? Because
1: Luol Deng just... Got his last paycheck <laughs> from the NBA. Did you say Luol Bania? I said Luol Deng.
0: <laughs> I thought I but, thought the same thing, I thought the same thing. Very
1: close, very close. But he just received his last paycheck from the NBA due to his to a contract he signed with the aforementioned Los Angeles Lakers. Four years, $72 million, which was um, signed back in 2018. And Mm. four years just ended at the end of the season this year. Luol Deng has been making money for three years and not suited up to play one basketball game. The Los Angeles Lakers are just exactly who we thought they are. Jenny Buzz, Kurt Rambas, um, Palinka, LeBron James, all the GMs that they have. He said all oh, the GMs all LeBron
0: James. <laughs> all of
1: y'all. And that $47 million contract with Russell Westbrook next year. Good luck dealing that. Michael Jordan, if you even think about trying to trade and pick up Russell Westbrook for the Charlie Hornets, I will literally leave the team. I will not root for the Hornets anymore. I will not do it. Michael Jordan, don't you dare. There's been rumors about that. Please, for the love of all things holy, do not do that. Please. There are way more ways. Do not pick up that $47 million contract. Do not pick up John Wall's $47 million contract. Just, just, just No, no, stop it. Get some help. Michael Jordan, that, that, is a, that is a gift out there. Stop it. Get some help if you're even <laughs> thinking about that. But, yeah, Los Angeles Lakers still paying Luol Deng until just, just this past couple of days at the end of the season. Luol Deng secured the bag four years ago and stopped playing basketball three years ago. Gotta love it. Yes, sir.
0: Scotty D, I thought the same thing. I said, look at Luol Benillo. <laughs> Luol Benillo. Look at it. what the, what the what those, those pro-rated no, no, no. Yeah, it was,
1: See, here's the thing. Bobby Bonilla was a prorated contract. He did. Yeah. That was the. Lou All-Dang,
2: they thought that he was going to play for <laughs> That was a, that was a, I remember the day they signed him and all, of, everyone in Laker Nation was like, huh? Yeah, me too. That four years, four years for Lou dang he wasn't even playing hardly before that. It was That was a terrible, terrible signing, terrible idea. The Lakers are terrible. Everything's terrible around the Lakers. It's all terrible stuff. <laughs> All right. (laughs) Hey, be live. I want to ask you if you saw this. Did you see this uh, this uh, this story about Freddie Freeman on Saturday's game hugging the guy on first base? Did you happen to see that?
1: I know you're a Freddie
2: Freeman fan, but I did uh, not see that. What happened? Well, uh, evidently, this um, he's playing first base and Colorado's Jose Iglesias gets a base hit and he's in tears on first base. And evidently. Uh, at freeman and asked him what was going on and he said that this his father had recently passed away and he had seen pretty much every one of his major league hits this is like the first time he'd gotten a hit without his wow. father Ooh. and and freddie gave him a little you know kind of a little um, uh, embrace so obviously not like you know breakdown yeah. but mm. but it was just a, a a cool little human moment they had at first base there and showed like a little human side of freddie freeman very very touching oh. but it was a very nice little moment, and also yeah. like, we we probably want to say uh, condolences to the family of Dwayne Haskins. Yes. what what was going on there? We don't know yet why the young man was out on the highway at that time of morning, and it it doesn't matter. It was a tragic ending, and hate to see it happen. Twenty four years old, man. Twenty four years old. So rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. So young. That's I watched
0: it. I watched a video about Dwayne Haskins uh, a few months ago, and he was a little kid. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go to Ohio State. And he went to Ohio State and broke every passing record. But, uh, yeah, man, so sad, man, 24 years old. 24 years old. So, sad.
1: so yeah, condolences to the Steeler organization, the Ohio State community. Yes, I have my disdain for Ohio State, but in a time like this, is I mean, this this is very tragic. Mm-hmm. And we want to celebrate the life of Dwayne Haskins. He was a breakout standout star at Ohio State. And, um.
3: Man, 50, 50
1: touchdowns in one season. He was third in the Heisman ranking that year. And, I mean, man, oh, man.
2: Yeah, they're doing i – I'm not sure. I forget what they're going to do. They're going to do something to honor him, I think. Um, I don't know if retiring his jersey or something some to that. I, that, mm-hmm. that may not be what it is, but I, I did see. I wish I would have written down or, or paid better terms, but they're definitely going to honor him because even though his pro career got off to a slow start, I mean, still, still early uh, – Ohio State legend for sure.
0: Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely, man. You, I, I look around here in Cleveland, man, because he we went to Glenville High School. And um, man, just yeah, it's it's just it's sad. It's real sad. But um, but yeah. on a but on the light note, fellas, let's go ahead and get up out of here. Let's go watch some wrestling. We probably got 20 29 minutes left. Anything else I want to say before we get up out of here other than bye. Uh um, quick shout out to um Lucky Duck Burger Truck
1: and um Fayetteville, North Carolina, also big cheap food truck. Fayetteville, North Carolina, to um, local great, great food. I love it. Man, oh, man. I'm getting so fat. I need to work out. Y'all need to stop the food trucks. But, yo, Fayetteville, North Carolina, and check them out. Appreciate all the support and all the love. Going to keep this party
0: going here at the Sports Bros Podcast. Yes, sir. Scott, you got any trivia gigs lined up?
2: um yeah actually keystone club uh tuesday night um, uh and, and a special shout out to uh the trinity high school cafeteria where scott the main event Donnelly, is uh <laughs> serving your serving the, the youth of pennsylvania western pennsylvania shout out
0: slang and taters. David, <laughs> slang and, taters. and for me i guess I got, and for me i guess i got something going on too. check out episode one of i90 sports with myself and dave rivera where we talk about all the latest news and notes up here in Northeast Ohio as far as high school athletic goes. We would love to cover softball, but we've been dealing with this damn weather, but uh. the, uh, the weather will break soon and the action will be breaking soon as well. too. And in closing, do something nice for yourself. If you can't do something nice for someone else, they're greatly appreciated now more than ever. And with that being said, it's been another episode of the Sports Bros Podcast. I don't have a desk. It's an ironing board. It's all good. <laughs> Be live. Take us home.
2: For me and coach. I'm ready to play. Yes, sir.
0: No more, no more rain please we wanna watch softball and baseball no more rain see y'all next week hey it's eddie cool here from the sports bros podcast and do you want some more of the sports bros podcast in your life wait a minute don't answer that the answer is yes and i know you want some more of the sports bros podcast in your life do us a small favor Go to the description box, click our Linktree link, and you'll see all the links on how to follow the Sports Bros Podcast.
3: Once again, thanks for listening.